Hey there, retailers, and welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Batten. I'm so happy you are here with us today. Grateful to have you here, and I hope that you'll find our time together super valuable today. I have a big marketing tip for you today. Big one. I promise you it's a big one. One of the things that happens quite regularly is retailers come into me for coaching and inside my retailers inner circle and the question I get asked so much is, uh, and so often, where to start? I'm throwing my money and where do I, you know, at different marketing and I'm spending so much time and I should be doing all these things. Go back and listen to my episode 54 if you're wondering about my thoughts on when we should all over ourselves. But there's so many options and there's so many things that we feel like we could be doing with marketing and we see others doing and it's overwhelming all the options, right? So today I want to share with you one really simple strategy tool. I guess it's a, it's a tool that works that you're probably already using that you're probably really comfortable with that you're not realizing it to its full potential and you're not measuring it and no, it's not social media. This is something completely non-social media. Yay for that, right? Okay, let's get to it, my friends. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple, proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Marketing. There's so many options, right? And again, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, you know I'm going to tell you not to be everywheres and try to do everything. You know, we just end up doing everything just at 10% or 20% or whatever, if we're trying to do it all. So having a really clear marketing plan in place is something that I always share and I always talk about. I have a course called Foot Traffic Made Simple for retailers that's, you know, really popular and it'll help you sort of figure out your marketing strategies and use some of these tools. But the tools that we can use are vast and varied right? The tools are, are many. <laughs> There's so many, you know, important things. Marketing is important. We have, it's the fuel. It's the fuel that runs our business. If we don't tell people we exist or we don't share our business, there's not going to be any new customers coming in. So we know that marketing is important, right? We all agree on that. We know that social media is great and there's, you know, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all the things, right? We know local marketing is important, collaborations and community. And we know, you know, paid uh, advertising might be important, you know, might be part of your plan. It's radio and billboards and magazines and hiring influencers. And oh my gosh, it's so much. We also know like even in store, nurturing and signage and emails and, deep breath, right? There's so many things that we need to be doing. So, or we feel like we need to be doing. So we really need to have a plan in place. And this isn't about planning. This is about sharing a really simple tool. So one of the most important things in marketing, in any kind of marketing that you're doing is measuring what you're doing. You'll 
always hear me talk about that we can't grow what we don't measure. So we are either measuring by looking at, you know, the number of people on our email list, or we're looking at our, you know, maybe our Facebook growth, although vanity metrics are something I always tell you to watch out for, because it doesn't matter how many are on your Facebook page, it does matter how many come in the door. So sales are a metric, right? Sales are something that we, we measure how many people are coming through the door, we should be measuring that, right? Our average sale, that's something we measure, right? Those are all things that we can measure and we can adjust and pivot and hopefully watch those grow. One thing that we can't measure that we are probably doing already and it's not an easy thing to measure, but it's super important and you're gonna like this, I promise, it's not automated. So we're all looking for these easy to automate, like, you know, we schedule in our Facebook pages and we, you know, schedule up our emails. And again, this is not, this is not automatable. Automatable? Is that a word? Anyway, y'all know what I mean. So <laughs> it's just not easy to measure. And here's the simple, simple marketing tool that I know you can do. And that if we, inf- that we can engage and measure and I'm going to share how, and that is unscalable conversations. Unscalable conversations. It's co- it's based, It's called conversational marketing, which sounds really cold. But what is an unscalable conversation? You are already doing this, my friend. I know if you are listening to this podcast, chances are you're a heart-centered, caring, passionate shop owner. Chances are that you value your customers, you engage with them, you know, you listen to them, you have conversations with them. Most of the retailers listening to this podcast, you might be an exception, but most retailers that um, that are in my world, that I coach with, that are in my retailers inner circle, that I work with consistently, they are working hard at building uh, relationships and the know, like, and trust factor inside their shop. They want to be the go-to in their community. They want to be that place that people think of and they love. And how that happens? Unscalable conversations. And it doesn't have to be, you know, that we are the, you know, chatty Cathy's with our customers. (laughs) My apologies to all the Cathy's out there, but you know what I'm talking about. The, the, you know, we don't have to have these big, long conversations, but having the right conversations with our customers. And I'm going to share with you today some ways that you can measure those conversations. And yes, we can, and we can gauge them. And some of the things that we might want to just throw into those conversations that will help us with our marketing, with our time, with our energy, with where we spend our money. A lot of you might be doing this authentically already and maybe you're totally on top of it and I and I work with some retailers that are are doing this and I've been coaching this for a a long time to retailers I personally did this inside my business not knowing that there was a conversational marketing (laughs) strategy happening (laughs) I always laugh when I say this because strategy always sounds like a big word and I always wondered like what is my strategy? I don't know. But, you know, things that were kind of coming natural to me and I found easy and I was doing, but I didn't know was leading to the success of my retail business. I I didn't realize it was happening. And, you know, now I kind of put it in play in my marketing plan for retailers when I help them put it together. And it's just a matter of having the right conversations with your clients and listening to them. And then again, taking that information and 
actioning it and keeping it corralled someplace. So I want to share a few places and ways that you can have conversations with your customer. And again, just to to share again what an unscalable conversation means, it's literally talking to your customers and listening to them. It's not this magic wand or this crazy, ridiculous strategy. It's just conversations with people. And the reason we say it's unscalable is because it's not something we can automate. It's not something that it's easy to just put in place. Like we can't, you know, just, and I say it's not easy to put in place, but it kind of is. So here we go. Let me just tell you some places that you can um, have these conversations and how you can monitor and measure them. So the first way is literally at your counter, (laughs) literally when the customer is standing in front of you, my friend, And when they're, you know, you've had that, you've probably had some kind of conversation with them and hopefully you've uh, welcomed them into your shop. And we generally know if somebody's been in before or, you know, have you, have you, have you been in the shop before? That's a question that, you know, I always ask and I encourage you to ask. And when they say, no, this is my first time here. I'm so excited to be here because that's what they're going to say. Right. And you ask them, the next part of that question is, how did you hear about us? What brought you in? Like, what, why, how did you hear about us is so, you know, it's such an easy question. And we don't always ask that. So this is where we pay attention. This is where our job comes in. This is how we're going to measure. So literally, um, the fancy technique to this is a sticky note, <laughs> or a piece of paper at your counter. And just keep track of what people say. So you can just have like, you know, Facebook or friend or word of mouth or, um, and I kind of be careful with word of mouth because if they say, oh, my friend told me about, about you, kind of like a follow-up question I usually say is, oh, is your friend a a customer? And oh, yes, she comes all the time, blah, blah, blah. You know, she loves your, because people love to share, right? So, you know, she loves how, you know, your, your jewelry or loves your clothing or loves your paint line or whatever. Um, that way you kind of know that it is a, you know, a real customer. If the person says, no, my friend hasn't been in yet, but she's always talking about it because she follows you on Facebook or she follows you on Instagram or she sees your billboard or reads your blogs or whatever it is that you're doing or whatever it is that they say, pay attention to those things. Pay attention to that. Um, if they say, well, I keep hearing you on the radio, or I saw you on the news show last night, or, uh, you know, I read about you in an article, or an influencer was chatting about your products, or, or, or whatever it is that they say, pay attention to that, because this is where, ding, 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 we're going to spend more time. That's what's working. I always say, people ask me, what, what should they do what should they do next or what should they do more of? And I'm like, do more of what's working. (laughs) Do more of what's working and don't do what's not. So, you know, this is a really great strategy to just pay attention and literally monitor that and keep that at your desk. If you're a member of my Retailers Inner Circle, we have what we call a monthly dashboard every month. um, It's a seven page document that, you know, retailers just kind of keep track of their metrics. And one of the things, you know, that you can keep track of is, where are people, you know, highlight where your energy has been spent. So we've been spending a lot of time working on, you know, um, being known in the community. And then people come in and they say, oh, I saw you at this event, or I heard about you at this event, or I saw a door prize at that event, or, you know, local communities, whatever, you know, that's working. If nobody ever mentions that, it's not working, right? So then you don't have to spend that time and that energy. So 
again on these this this document this dashboard or you can figure out whatever however you want to monitor this every month pay attention and really this is what ceo dates are for you've i've we've talked about ceo dates here on the show and um you know this is what ceo ceo dates looking at this stuff what you know looking and not just measure not just writing it down but so we've had the conversation with somebody we've documented it on a little piece of paper at the counter and again you can measure it daily weekly we used to do it weekly in our shop we did it weekly um and then i would i would look at those notes and that was also left in our communication binder we have a communication binder in our shop set up we had a communication binder set up for notes to wendy you know <laughs> and that's one of the things you know a lot of people are coming in this week saying that they heard about you through whatever, or they heard about the shop, or they saw you on TV, or whatever it was. And this is where we pay attention. You know, maybe you're going to get on your local TV station. And that's free, my friends, as a, as a rule, that's generally free. So maybe that just means a little bit of time stepping outside of your bubble and you know, trying to get on uh, media or something, whatever is working for you. Maybe they say, um, I saw the billboard. I saw the billboard. I saw the billboard. Billboard's working. If you had invested in a billboard, if no one ever mentions the billboard, maybe that's not working that you just invested in. So I just wanted to share that. That's one way. That's literally unscalable conversations at the counter or in the store with new customers, with existing customers, having a chat with them. And also, guys, this is really important. Um, make sure your whole team is on board with this. This is part of your training now. Like This is part of your onboarding new team members or your weekly um, team meeting or whatever everybody is doing this because it won't work if you're the only one doing it. So make sure everybody's doing this. So really just, it helps you figure out where, you know, if you're paying for something or paying for uh, advertising or paying for anything, just pay attention. So another place that we can um, have unscalable conversations with our clients to help better our business. And again, this is super simple. It can be as simple as you want it to be. Don't get overwhelmed when I'm about to tell you this. <laughs> so on social media. So asking engaging questions to your customers. And when they comment on things, like have a conversation back, jump into their DMs. If you're on Instagram, ask them to DM you. If you're doing a shop tour and, you know, it's like, what's your favorite thing in the shop? And they say, oh, I wish you would have. And then say, jump in and have a conversation with that. One of the ways that um, can save you time with this, if this is like you're rolling your eyes right now and you're like, I don't have time for that. One of the things that can save you time is just doing a voice message back to them. Hey, Karen, thanks for, you know, um, commenting on that. That's such a great idea. I, we never thought of doing that, blah, 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 whatever it is you need to say. Uh, that's a, on a voice. You just click record and send it as a voice. They love it. It's personalized. They're like, holy cow. Somebody from that shop just did this. And there's the keyword. It does not have to be you. If you're the only one running your business, it doesn't have to be you. The second part of managing this is measuring it, right? We want to measure. We want to, you know, when, when good ideas come in, we want to make sure that we're like listening and we're paying attention. But limit your time to when you do this. So I do it 10 minutes a day, every day, 10 minutes a day. 10 minutes, well, actually, I usually do 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, but I literally put a timer on and I answer 10 minutes of DMs and social media. You can get a lot done in 10 minutes. Okay, so 10 minutes a day with your social media DMs. It's, I promise you, it's not that complicated. And it doesn't have to be you. You can assign somebody on your team to do that if they're answering as your store, right? Like not, you know, personally. 
So a couple of other places um, that you can get personal con conversations going, these unscalable conversations, is through text messaging. If you if you have that with your store on your website, have you you know we've all been on websites and you see the um, the little conversational button at the bottom. A lot of them are free. I think a lot of them are free, and I'll put some resources in the show notes of places that you can go to get these little buttons. Right, you add them to your website, and it's a conversation of let's chat. Now that doesn't have to be open twenty four seven, and really what that generates is an email to you. So if somebody's on my website and they have that little button and they want to ask a question, they just click on that and it comes to me as an email. I answer back through, you know, I used Drift. That's the one I use and I'll share that. So I, I just answer back and they, you know, can get personalized answers from our team or from me. So usually it's me, by the way, if you ever ask a question on my website, <laughs> it's usually me answering, but it doesn't have to be you. So those are just little things and they're not complicated. They don't have to be overwhelming, but that's where conversations can happen um, again with your customer. And people feel special and people want to feel special right now. They want your attention. And I, this is not to say that you have to be on you know, 24 seven on social media, please hear my heart on this. These are unscalable conversations that you can listen to your customer and get feedback on what they want from you and how you can serve them better. I have been sharing this forever, but we have to, you know, really pay attention to what our customers are thinking, what they're feeling and what they're doing and asking them and having conversations is like the best marketing tool of all. So one other thing that I did a lot, <laughs> uh, well, there's two other things. Let me just jump into one more. Email. In your nurturing sequences, when you are emailing your customers weekly, hopefully, ask them to hit reply. And you'll see that in my emails if you're on my email list. And if you're not, why are you not on my email list? Anyhow, but <laughs> hopefully you are. But if you're emailing your customers regularly and you ask them a question, ask them to hit reply. Like you can ask them a question about anything Like you can say, you know, we're thinking of doing new workshops or we're thinking of bringing in funky ABC product. I don't know, whatever it is that you're selling in your shop. Hey, what do you think of that? Hit reply. Let me know. Seriously, my friends, it's not going to take you forever um, unless you're, you have a million clients. And if you do, then you can have a team help you with this. If you're a smaller store, if you have a manageable list, um, hit reply and somebody will answer you like ants and you answer them or somebody on your team answers them. I'm telling you, it makes people feel seen. It makes, and it's important. I get amazing feedback from my hit reply requests. I have like all kinds of great answers when I ask questions. It helps me see where how retailers are feeling. This is for my retailers. But when I had the shop, I always did that. And I got amazing feedback from my customers. They were so giving, right? They would be so honest. And um, don't be afraid. Just try it. Hit reply. See what they say. So the last part of this is kind of, hopefully you can do this. Or I've done it many, many times. I have retailers that have done this. And it's literally a roundtable of your some of your clients. And I, this is, again, unscalable conversations. You might even think of this, uh, you know, if you're old school like me, <laughs> you might even think of this like a focus group, um, you know, old school focus group. But it's bringing, inviting some customers and you can choose these customers through your email list or on social. And I try not to do this publicly because I don't want people to feel bad if I don't 
get to them or they don't get to come. And I used to do this regularly. And I would invite some of my, you know, not necessarily just my favorite clients, although they were always included, um, you know, my ideal customers, my ideal customer, you know, the, the ones that I want more of, the ones that, you know, I just, when this one walks through the door, I just love her to death. And I love that she, you know, she, she spends and she doesn't, you know, all the things, right. And she's kind and, you know, she's just my people. You know what I mean? You got people at your shop, right? So I would invite them to, you know, like a coffee and sweets or, you know, something like that for an hour. I would, you know, be super grateful that they would come and I would invite them. They would feel special. I would feel special. This is actually a really great way to make your customers. This is like a really great part of our wow strategy. If you are following my five part marketing or you're a member of the foot or if you've taken foot traffic made simple or you want to, one of the strategies is like over delivering in a wow strategy. And inviting these people to these roundtables was super um, special for them. They always felt special, whether they could come or not. They always felt special. And I would invite them. It would be about an hour of their time. And I literally would ask them, what do you see going right in the business here? What do you, you know, what would you like me to do more of? Now, I'm a pretty open person. So I had the capacity to do that at the time. My business was small, it was growing. So wherever you are in your business, you might be like, are, is she crazy? I'm not crazy. I promise this is really a good tool. And maybe it's a via Zoom meeting now. I don't know. However, we're doing things now. But in my day, and I've seen other retailers do this, and I'm going to share some examples of some really cool things that have happened um, by doing some of these strategies of these unscalable conversations, sitting at a table with my customers who are not in a, like they're not there in a transactional way. They're just there to have a conversational a conversation with me. Um, and I'm asking their opinion and I don't take everything they say. Like I don't take every, you know, I mean, it's not like, oh, we'll do this and this and this, but you know, people see things we don't see in our own business. We're in our own little bubble, right? This is, goes right back to why we have to have other people in our world and why it's really good to belong to, to communities and other retail communities like the retailers in our circle, just saying. But these customers would come in and they would see, you know, one of them said something to me one time and I remember like just bursting out laughing because it was just such an obvious fit for my business. I can't quite remember what it was now, but it was like, well, yeah, I guess I should be selling those things because she'd be like, I really wish you would sell. Oh, I remember now at the time I was selling a lot of paint. Um, I had three paint lines and she said, I really wish you would sell like drop cloths and all the stuff I have to go. I have to go to the hardware store after. Well, crazy. Now, I mean, of course I'm going to sell all that stuff. And I did for years. It was a, so simple. It was just so simple to add on those things and it helped her and it was such a simple thing and I made money at it, you know, so bringing in some of your customers and asking them some specific questions about you know what they would like to see in your business what they don't like about your business because that and that's a hard you gotta be ready for that one but you know what they would like to see changed and you know lots of goodness comes from that if anything just really amazing goodwill from those people so you keep it for an hour when we did that we would you know i'd give them coffee tea and sweets or whatever and um, I also used to always give them a gift certificate to thank them for their time to come in so um, so that's a really simple those are just three ways to have unscalable conversations with your customers so at the counter uh, actually four ways right at the counter on social media via your emails by hitting reply 
and bringing people together, just a small group, um, again, roundtable style is what we always called it. And I mean, this this is a really simple, these unscalable conversations you're already doing. I know you are. You're listening and you're like, yeah, I do talk to my customers, but I don't actually measure it. So start measuring it. And I know it's not easy to measure that. And I know we want to automate everything. And I know, again, that it's you know easier to just look at the number of Facebook likes that we have. But really, conversations matter human to human conversations matter, right? That's like, I literally have built my business by with conversations with, you know, just being real and honest and people see your heart. And I just, you know, that is, again, um, you can't automate that. I, I, I don't know. I've always felt a little bit like I'm the weirdo on the block of my online friends because this is, you know, this was important to me when I ran my retail business. And it's important to me now as I coach and teach retailers and, uh, you know, and try to help you through your businesses. I want to know what you need to know. Like, I want unscalable conversations with you. I'm going to slide into your DMs, but not in a salesy way in a, and again, I guess I should mention that as well, too. This isn't all about sales. It's literally about listening and asking your customers what they want. I probably should have said that at the very beginning, right? But this isn't about being fake or anything. It's literally listening to your customers. It's literally asking them, you know, what do you want? What would you, what, how can I help you? What can I do for you? How can I serve you? And paying attention to those results because that's what we want to do. So I want to remind you, um, I want to share a couple of things and then I'm going to tell you how and where, I know this is a bit long, my friends, but I'm going to share with you how to corral all this stuff. Like, where do I put this? I'll share with that too. But a couple of things that have happened in the last, well, for me, and then a couple of things that have happened for a few of my clients, I just wanted to give you some examples of the goodness that comes from this. So again, I just mentioned, you know, that this round table, one of my customers said, wish you'd bring in this. And it was like, like, literally, I can remember laughing out loud. It was just so obvious. So, you know, bringing in new product lines or new ideas that, you know, were really profitable, to be honest, at that particular time for me at that that particular item. And every customer, um, it actually helped my, uh, my average sale because every customer bought something from that. That was one conversation with that one lady at a roundtable. So bringing in new product lines. One of the things that also came from my roundtables was, uh, and, and asking questions and hitting reply on emails consistently was people really wanted me to extend my hours. And it wasn't just like a few people mentioned that. And I know we're, you know, we make our own decisions about our hours and you do you and I do me. But when I kept consistently having customers say, I wish you were open evenings, I wish you were open evenings. At the time, it was hard for me to be open evenings. So I did it. I made it happen. And I made so much money because of those evening uh, hours. It just shifted my whole business, to be honest. And then we extended hours more. For me, that worked really well. It meant I brought in a team member, but her paycheck was like, tenfold paid by me extending my hours. I have another retailer who um, had was paying for radio ads and, um, you know, paying for radio ads because she thought that's, you know, maybe like the right way to get the word out, right? Trying to get known in her community. When she started Unscalable Conversations at the counter about how did you hear about us from everybody that knew that came in, nobody mentioned radio ads to her. Now, other people I have, I'm not saying radio ads don't work because it does for some people. 
this is why we have to test, we have to measure, we have to like know. She'd been doing radio ads forever and they just weren't working. It just, you know, so she stopped and she saved herself a ton of money. And then she took that energy and that money and put it into other things that helped increase her walk-in traffic and her, you know, average sales and everything went up, um, that she was able to save that money and put it in other things, right? I have another customer who uh, asked her uh, email readers, what do they, what do you love about our email and what, you know, what would you like to see more of? What would you like to see less of? That's a question I ask regularly. And the, I, so this is a funny thing that happened. This one particular retailer, the customers, like just a ton of flood of customers, uh, answered, um, that they wanted to see more of what's new in the shop. Like they wanted to see more images, more pictures, more conversations. Meanwhile, she was feeling too salesy. She's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to share that every time. Right. Like you do. Right. But they were literally asking for that. What they didn't love, and this is such a like big aha, listen up. If you like are distracted, come back, come back to me, as Amy Porterfield always says, come back to me on this one. What her customers answered and said that they did not love, what or didn't need or didn't want anymore, and it came up consistently like on on the replies, they didn't care about the discount that she was sending a discount code every time. And she, they were all like, you don't need to give us discounts. We love you. We're going to come anyways. We really want to see more of what's new. Can you share more of what's new? Can you share more of the new products? Can you share more store pictures? These were all like emails that she was getting. We don't, uh, please don't, don't bother with discount codes. Don't need discount codes. Like that came up consistently from the same people that said, can you show us, you know, more of what's new? Ding, 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 right? That's such a, that's such a big thing, right? So she stopped offering discount codes, which she felt that she had to do. And she started sharing more every week of like what's going on around the shop and what's new. And guess what? Her foot traffic is totally increased. When she does the unscalable conversations at the counter, they were saying, oh, I saw in your email this week that whatever, right? Email was working for her. She also has an online shop. So email was also selling better for her, you know, making her sales every time. So again, these little tiny things, you know, in email, one of my uh, retailers had a small round table. She did the the round table uh, focus group thing, thingy. What do we call that? Focus group sounds more professional, right? But she invited some of her customers in. And one of the things that they said, so she has a cafe and a gift shop kind of a multi-use kind of um, retail business. And somebody said to her, like several of them said, we really wish you would sell reusable mugs. This was just a funny thing, but they said we like, it kept coming up like at this conversation, this table, round table, we wish you'd have uh, recycled mugs. We really like them. And you know, we don't want to do the takeout mugs and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, I sell them over in the gift shop over there. None of them knew that. They were like $30 mugs, I think she had said. And so after the meeting was over, she just moved the mugs next to the coffee shop or next to the cafe or the checkout or wherever it was. And she sold those so fast that she couldn't keep them in stock and it's still her number one bestseller. So from that quick little conversation with people, with her customers and asking them, you know, what would you like us to bring in? And they were like, bring, can you bring in mugs? And she's well, we have them already. They just didn't see them. The coffee customers weren't necessarily walking through the gift shop every time, right? So she brought the gift shop to the coffee customer, you know, or brought, brought it near them and like sells them like hotcakes now. So just an example of how having a 
conversation with people and listening to them and listening to your customers can make a difference. So my friends, I hope that this was valuable to you and I hope that you will um, start really paying attention to your unscalable conversations or your conversational marketing as we call it. But really, I mean, it is really just listening to your people, right? Just listening to your people and then measuring it. Oh, I want to share with you really quickly. How do you keep track of this? It's pretty simple. You can put it on a Google Doc. If you um, if you are having these roundtables, you're going to have notes. If you are measuring the at the counter, you know when people are coming in and how they're hearing about you. Um, again, on the dashboard. If you're a member of our retailers inner circle, and if you're not. You might want to be. We have some great resources for retailers like the dashboard every month to help you measure these things. But you can just keep track of it on there, um, having an idea. So I like Google Docs. I use Google Docs for um, just like I just create a simple and I am not a techie girl. You guys all know that if you've been around for a while. If you're not, guess what? I am not a techie girl. But I just use Google Docs. So I start a Google Doc about with ideas. I call it, call it customer ideas. I break it down a little bit by product lines. And, you know, you can put it in a, 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 a scribbler. Do we still say scribbler? <laughs> you can put it in a notebook, my friends. Um, whatever works for you. I like to be able to copy and paste. So if customers are texting me or emailing me or replying by email, I like copy and paste and, you know, put it over. It does not take me long. I am super busy. As a lot of you know, I don't even have my team members do most of these things. I like the conversations. I listen. I watch. But if you have team members, they can do it too. Just show them how. Pay attention to what's being said. On your CEO dates, kind of corral that information and ask yourself, review where you're spending time on marketing and time on and money on marketing and say, you know, is this working? You know, are the radio ads working? Are, is the billboard working? Um, you know, maybe maybe I need to push the gas a little bit on, on local collaborations. You know, uh, I shared a picture of Joe's Coffee Shop and everybody kept coming in and saying, you know, they saw me on Joe's Coffee Shop. Mm, maybe I need to do more of that. Pay attention to what's working. Listen to your customers. Corral that information, whatever, however it works for you. Again, I use Google Docs and, you know, it's super simple. But again, a notebook would work. Um, use your dashboard. Again, if you're in the inner circle, um, you know, keep track of that. Just monitor it. Use it. Pay attention to it during your CEO dates. This is what makes a difference in your overwhelm. This will make a difference in your business mindset. This will help you to stop like feeling like you should be all over the place because you'll see what's working. You'll see what your customers want from you and you'll listen and you'll know where your marketing's working. You'll be able to bring in new products. It really is a really amazing way to grow your business without being like, all over the place or feeling like you have to be all over the place. So, um, you know, simple, unscalable conversations to me is one of the um, top marketing strategies. Let's just call it a tip. <laughs> Let's just call it a tip and a retail, you know, for retail marketing. So I hope you found this valuable. I would love to know. I would love, love, love truly if you could leave me a review and let me know um, if you're listening to us on Apple podcast or you know, that's a great place. It helps me get seen by other retailers if you leave us a review. And it helps me know if this is valuable to you. 
Um, a podcast is different than like Facebook or Facebook Lives. There's no feedback. So I don't know if these are helpful to you. I would love to know. Again, I'm trying to have an unscalable conversation with you. <laughs> I will reply to you. I will start following your store. Let me know. Um, I would love to share your review here on the podcast as well. Um, it really does. It really does help me um, know if these are helpful to you because this is what we're here for. I'm here for you. So let's go. I hope that you, again, uh, will leave us a review. Um, if I can support you in any way, as always, um, please reach out. You can find me at wendybatten.com. Remember, I have a mini marketing course. It's called Foot Traffic Made Simple. It's just an hour and a half mini course that's available on my website. You can find it at wendybatten.com. And I also, I mean, I would truly love to invite you to join us inside the Retailers Inner Circle where all of these heart-centered retailers that I've been talking about and sharing about um, kind of corral. We hang out at the Retailers Inner Circle. And again, you can find that at wendybatten.com. I'd love to have you join us there as well. We are accepting new members right now. So thank you, my friends. See you next week. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. Make sure you join our Rockstar Creatives Facebook group. We will continue the conversation over there weekly. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week.